Hey, what's up? I'm Basil Barrington. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. Today, I'm just going to talk about some things I've been doing, some subscriptions I have uh, applied for, I should say, some new software, some things I've done with my main studio computer. Uh, obviously, you guys know about Splice. You know, Splice is, let me just adjust my microphone here. So Splice is basically, I want to just, I guess it's a database, you know, really of like samples, loops, sounds, whatever. It's great for if you're a producer and you're just looking for, you know, royalty free samples, you know, you don't have to deal with the copyright police, anything like that. You need some sounds, be it a baseline, something cinematic, you know, maybe even an 808, a very crunchy crunchy snare or something like that it's all right there on uh splice and so splice has been around for a while and um i hear see uh videos you know i read articles about it um i was never that much interested and then someone i watch on youtube he started he was like hey i use this all the time so i was like let me check this out then so they have a 14 day free trial so i checked it out and they have like a couple plans. Let me look at the plans here. Um, well, the plans are, um, if I go sound, the plans are very simple. You know, you have like a, um, I have the, the lowest plan, which is $7.99. So with $7.99, you get like 100 credits. So basically 100 downloads. That's anything, you know, um, again, drums. Uh, bass lines, pianos, stabs, um, synths, whatever it is, it's all right there. So each sound or each, well, that's right, each sound you download is considered a credit. Yeah. $7.99, $8 a month, you get 100 downloads or 100 credits. So again, I use the 14-day trial, and then after... I guess day 15, I got an email saying, hey, I was charged $7.99. And I was like, okay, well, it's not a problem. I'll check it out anyway, right? So I think at that point I had used maybe nine credits. Let's let's just say 10 credits. So then the following month I got charged again. I was like, okay, I kind of like this. It's only $8 a month. So next thing you know, I'm in uh, month two. And now I have 190 credits because 90 credits came over from my previous month. So this is is pretty cool. I was able to create new tracks, hip hop stuff, some house stuff. A lot of times I may create concepts and I'm just missing something. It could be a bass line or a riff or just a sample that sounds really good. Then I can just take that, chop it up, throw something here. Put what's in the back, put it in the front, truncate it, just, you know, do something really cool. So that's what Splice is really about. I mean, if you're a sample-based producer, you use a lot of loops, things like that. Probably Splice is really a good service. I use it with Studio One. We'll get to Studio One in a second. Persona Studio One. And you can just drag and drop the clips right into your DAW. It's that, it's that simple. The sounds also sort of snap to your tempo. You may have to do some tinkering, you know, in your DAW. But with Studio One, it's pretty simple to do that. So, yeah, there you have it. Splice is pretty cool. I like it. I I think I'm going to rock it out some more, see what's up. It's $8 a month, so 
We'll see about that. Okay, so I think last week I spoke just a little bit about me upgrading my iMac. So I think uh, I think my iMac is a 2016, and I had I, you know I was uh, you know I had all my studio software on it, uh, my DJ software, and I was using Sierra. We have something called Big Sur, so it's the new Mac OS. So I was like, well. I'm not going to update from Sierra to Big Sur once it's out. Well, let me just go ahead and update to Catalina. So obviously the thing with Catalina, and this is like in a DJ producer community, a lot of people say this like, hey, do not upgrade to Catalina if you don't have to. The thing about operating systems is this. Eventually you will need to update. I mean, there are a lot of reasons why there's a new operating system. More than likely, one is like for security purposes. You know, you don't want to run an old OS on your system. So anyway, I updated to Catalina. Catalina only, um, you can only run 64-bit programs on Catalina. So if you have anything 32-bit, it's done. So I had the old Waves. Waves are plugins um, that you can use, you know, in your music production. So I had Waves 9, version 9. So obviously, when I updated to Catalina, 9 doesn't work on Catalina. Right now, Waves is on 11, version 11. So what I had to do was upgrade from 9 to 11. And I had to pay money for that too. So basically, I had 16 plugins, and I ended up downloading... 16 version 11 plugins, but I had to pay $180. So, you know, upgrading from Sierra to Catalina, did it hurt? Only $180 worth. So, I mean, it wasn't bad. I ended up updating all my programs, all my software. Everything works flawlessly. It's fine. So, you know, any other thing was like people were like, um, hey, don't update because you know, iTunes is gone. So what? So what iTunes is gone? I mean, any music you bought in iTunes, I mean, you're still going to have that music in Apple Music. I think there was a bit of um, some confusion there that if you upgrade to Catalina, you will obviously lose iTunes. But I think some individuals also thought you would lose all of the music you purchased on iTunes. Totally not true. So I went into Apple Music after I uh, upgraded to um, Catalina and all my music was right there. I just went into music. My music is all right there. Everything I purchased, you know, three, four thousand tracks. Everything is right there. So there you have it. I upgraded to Catalina. I'm on the latest and greatest operating system and it's pretty cool. So I like it. All right. What else do we have here? Oh, well, this is pretty cool. So some big news, you know, Personas just released the latest version of its digital audio workstation, Studio One. So previously, Studio One 4 was out. Then it came out with a big update, Studio One 5. Now, I'll say this about Personas. I have a, first of all, in my recording studio, I have lots of Personas gear. The only thing I don't have that I use in my studio that isn't Personas is a MIDI keyboard. 
So Personas has the ability to give you audio interfaces, mixers, software. I mean, everything, right? But they just don't have a MIDI controller, a MIDI keyboard controller, or just a MIDI keyboard. Um, but I kind of, you know, hopefully that'll come because if, if that's the case, once it comes, then that's just a complete company. Forget it. But with this upgrade to, um, with this latest version of Studio One, wow. I'll just say this. Personas is, they are just slapping the competition all over the place. Studio One, people, listen to me. I know, you know, people talk about Pro Tools, Logic, Cubase, um, FL Studio, Reasons. I'm not a Reason. I'm not even sure if Reason Studio is a, a true DAW, even though I used to use Reason Studio. It's really, I, I actually like it. I was using it like version six. I mean, drums, forget about it. Drums are, you know, to produce your drums and Reason is pretty cool. Yeah, all these different DAWs. And, you know, just to give you some background, I came from um, Logic and Pro Tools. I was with Logic when Logic was still owned by its original company owners, I should say, eMagic. I think that was a German company. And then Apple bought them. But even when it was eMagic, there was just, I probably only used 30% of the power of Logic. Pro Tools, I used to use mostly for editing clips. That's it. I would edit a clip, save it, then bring it into Logic. So I was using two DAWs. Um, and some the other thing is I used to also use uh, Pro Tools, like when I was taking some a track into a recording studio to have mixed. Most recording studios at that time, they were on Pro Tools. So I would just bring something into Pro Tools, save Pro Tools files, and then bring it into the studio. They can pop it into their system and everything was cool. But then I switched from all of that to Persona Studio One. I was at NAM one year. I can't remember. I think it was 2007. But anyway, Teddy Riley was doing a, a demonstration on Studio One. No, it wasn't 2007. It was um, probably 2015. Yeah, 2015, something like that. Anyway, Teddy Riley was doing a demonstration with Studio One. He was just up there doing a whole demonstration for an hour. And I was like, wow, sat there. I was like, this is pretty amazing. I ended up getting Studio One, liked it, um, and just never looked back. I, um, I never upgraded my Logic or my Studio or my Pro Tools. Um, I don't even have those on my computer anymore. So the only thing I'm rocking right now as my digital audio workstation is Studio One. And Studio One is crazy. It's fun. It's easy. The Personas people, they get it. They listen to us. They listen to their customer base. They listen to us so much that they end up putting, you know, different features and, and new updates because of us. Persona Studio One 5 Professional in my uh, big studio. And then I have Persona Studio One Artist, which is a, a light version of Professional on my MacBook. So, you know, I could just take that around, you know, use my um, 
Persona Studio 2.4, which is um, C, which is a um, audio interface, sort of a portable audio interface, uh, USB-C powered audio interface. So that's pretty cool. So I can just plug that in, plug up a microphone, do whatever I need to do. Bing, I'm done. And here's the thing. If you buy a Personas gear, be it the uh, Studio 24C, which is like $149, $159, any Personas gear you buy comes with a version of Studio One, specifically Studio One artists. Imagine that. So now you have your audio interface. You also now have a digital audio workstation, a DAW, Studio One Artist. So yes, I have all this Personas gear. I have Personas monitors. I have two Personas audio interfaces. I have the monitor um, center, which is a, a station. Is, is basically, you know, gives you the ability to connect uh, multiple audio interfaces and multiple uh, monitors. So I have three sets of monitors like connected to this monitor station. This uh, version two is the V2. It's really cool. Persona Studio One, they just get it right every single time they release a major update. So they are killing it right now. The only thing Personas needs is a MIDI keyboard. That is it. They have headphones. They have a microphone or microphones. They have studio mixers. They have apps that work in conjunction with your desktop applications. They just have it all. They're, they are just killing it. I, I really like this company and I am so excited and glad that mostly everything in my recording studio, and there is only one thing that isn't personas in my recording studio, that is my MIDI keyboard. But yeah, that is the only thing that personas needs, a MIDI keyboard. Personas, if you're listening, get that MIDI keyboard so you can be a 100% complete company. Someone can come to you, buy everything from you, and their studio is set up. Done. There you go. Okay, so what else do I have here? Oh, so speaking of subscriptions, right? We, what are we going to do about subscriptions, folks? I mean, we pay, we have a subscription. Everyone has a subscription. I mean, what, do you have Hulu? That's a subscription. Like I just said, Amazon Prime, they, that's a subscription. You know, Apple TV Plus, subscription. Title, that's a subscription. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's talk turntables just for a minute. I had a very, if you guys haven't listened to the um, Just Techniques podcast I did with Jay from Just Techniques, awesome this guy is awesome he repairs techniques pretty cool guy had a great time speaking to him but speaking of turntables so obviously i had the tech i have the technique 1200s mk2 but i also had the reloop rp7000 um mk1 i also had the reloop rp8000 which is the one with the sort of controller buttons on it right the hot cues and all that stuff so the, um, you know, both are, um, you know, completely digital turntables. And um, I like the MK1, you know, the Reloop MK1. 
the pitch you have to get a little used to. I mean, it's a it's a digital pitch, so you you just have to get adjusted to using a digital pitch opposed to an analog pitch on a Technique twelve hundreds, the MK twos. You know that was a completely one hundred percent analog turntable. So I got rid of my MK ones and ended up purchasing the uh, MK2. So the Reloop RP7000 MK2. Listen, if you're in a market for turntables, that's the turntable to get. I mean, it's built like a tank. And Reloop, they kind of got this on lock. The Reloop uh, turntable is so cool that they came out with a second version, you know, MK2. I got the all black. It's really cool. Motor is really strong. You can't go wrong with this turntable if you're in a market for turntables. I mean, the Technique 1200s I have, they're, they're obviously the Technique 1200s. They're not the uh, industry standard. They are iconic turntables. You can't be the industry standard if you're not making the same product that made you the industry standard. That's a silly statement to make. That something is an industry standard when it isn't made anymore. Facebook is an industry standard. It's still here. Um, CDJs. The Pioneer DJs, uh, to, uh, CDJ, the 2000 Nexus. That's an industry standard. It's still here. You could buy it anywhere. Yeah, so, and also the um, the 900, the uh, Pioneer DJ 900 Nexus mixer. That's an industry standard because people generally use it in conjunction with the CDJ uh Nexus 2000. So there you have it. But this is a great turntable. If you're in a market for a turntable, the Reloop RP7000 MK2 is the turntable to go and get. A $500 turntable is built like a tank. You will love this turntable. I mean, hey, you want to go out and buy some techniques and, you know, have to deal with all the crazy wild and flutter because it's such an old turntable and people... Some people just may not know how to repair them. The um, the pitch, it's just, you know, sometimes it's just it's a little gimpy. It slides a lot. You know, it doesn't stay in a pocket. So it almost feels like a digital pitch because I'm constantly touching it, you know, moving it up, moving it back. But with these uh, digital turntables, you have to get used to the pitch. You have to touch it a lot. You have to slide it up and slide it back. You have to try to get it into the pocket. Once it's in the pocket, it's not going to stay there. So you have to play with it some more. So just remember that. But again, the Reloop RP7000 MK2 turntable, that is the turntable to get if you are in a market. I mean, what are you going to do? Spend $700 for the Pioneer PLX 1000? That's a good turntable too, but... They all coming from the same factory. Doesn't matter. Get you that uh, Reloop RP7000 MK2 for $500. You won't be disappointed. Okay. This is, um, I'm just going through a whole bunch of stuff. I thought that I would do something a little new this week and just talk about some stuff. I mean, I have some interviews uh, that's going to happen like very soon, but I guess this week I was just like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And so uh, just to let you guys know. Well, listen, thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a comment. Until next time, peace.